Call 415-648-3392 to sign up or go to www.savenature.org to make a pledge. Your support will save the wildest places on earth. And it's 3 o'clock, and it's KPFA. That's 94.1 in Berkeley, 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, and online and archived at www.kpfa.org. Next up, Stone's Throw, Jennifer Stone at Cover to Cover. Also, I just want to make sure people know that the presidential address is tonight, and KPFA will be doing special coverage and covering it live from 6 to 8 p.m. That'll be followed by Musical Colors, and of course, we have the regular lineup. Free Speech Radio News at 3.30, Hard Knock Radio at 4, and Flashpoints at 5. But now, Jennifer Stone. The ending, nice and tidy. It's a rule I learned in school. Get your money every Friday. is Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw. <laughs> Today is Tuesday, February 24th, 2009. Oh, leave it to the bloody Brits. They've done it again. Uh, their movie, the one about India, got the Oscar last Sunday night. Yes, <laughs> leave it to the British to maintain their empire on the world stage. They did it by making uh, the movie of the year. The director even seduced me with his cute stuff about um, Tigger. Tigger is a character in Winnie the Pooh. When he ran up on stage to get his Oscar, jumping up and down, he said he told his kids when they were little that if he ever got an Oscar, he would do the Tigger bit. Ah, ha, 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 Anglophiles just love that sort of thing. I expect him to be... In Hollywood next year. Uh, <laughs> what a trip. Anyway, Slumdog Millionaire, that's the one. Uh, somehow or another, it hit a nerve. You know, it's the economy, stupid. How to win a million dollars. Think of the... What does it make me think of last night? Oh, uh, Sunday night. There's a story by Dorothy Parker. It comes to me now. Uh, two little girls walking down, I think, Fifth Avenue. Anyway, they, they play a game called What Would You Buy If You Had a Million Dollars? And then finally one of them gets up the nerve to walk in a jewelry store, I guess, and price the jewelry. <laughs> she comes out saying, <laughs> you know, by the end of the story, she's saying to her little little shop girlfriend, you know, what would you buy if you had $10 million? <laughs> Obviously, they found out that a million wasn't real money. No, 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 no. Um, the two subjects, yes. The two subjects were money and age. The curious story, Benjamin Button. Yes, that was the one that uh, 
gave me the creeps. That's the Brad Pitt one. Brad didn't win. Uh, uh, Sean Penn won the Oscar for Milk. And uh, my friend, Laura Privis, on the morning show, she was so relieved. She said she was afraid she'd have to kill somebody if he didn't win. Indeed, indeed. Uh, it was certainly the politically correct choice. Actually, it was an acting job uh, to leave you breathless. I, I was uh, amazed. It was just awesome. Uh, he said the cute things, you know, uh, what was it he said? Uh, you commie, homo-loving sons of guns or something, you know. Uh, he was still trying to be uh, uh, a rad, a radical guy, you know. Uh, oh, what a week. I have received a few kindly complaints telling me that I just haven't done enough yet this month to celebrate African-American history. You know, uh, I hasten to protest that because I've spent most of my time lately talking about Barack Hussein Obama, our new commander-in-chief. Now that's African-American history big time. Our uh, community organizer-in-chief, right, he's the one. He actually has brought a sense of humor to the Oval Office. I hope it is evident tonight at six o'clock <laughs> when he has to talk about the money. Make money funny. Um, I always figure that humor is the test of enlightenment. Laughter loosens the synapses in the brain, you know, as Lena Wertmuller used to say. Uh, Laughter is the Vaseline that makes ideas penetrate, not in the posterior, but in the brain, actually. She did not use the word posterior. She used the simple three-letter word, so much more expressive, but of course, FCC spank. We're, I don't know. This business about word prudery, I, I give up. Anyway, uh, what I like about the president's humor is that it's not that, you know, he doesn't use jokes. Um, nothing like the style of Ronnie Reagan, you know, that Cracker Barrel BS, uh, government by anecdote, I used to call it. Uh, Reagan didn't seem to know whether he was in the movie or in reality. Anyway, the President Barack's mind seems to grasp the larger picture uh some people have suggested he's too professorial. I don't think so. As some comedian said the other day, you know, I don't want somebody running the country who isn't any brighter than I am. <laughs> Barack's perspective is very wide. Um, uh, and he always sees the absurd. He keeps his focus on the real very grounded guy. I mean, after eight years of the blinding, banal, uh, reactionary ignorance we've had coming from Washington, uh, I swear, I, I, some days I couldn't uh, come out from under the bed. Anyway, the clarity of this young man, our prayers, restores my faith in the human capacity <laughs> to think. Get a few things straight. He knows in his bones that politics is the art of the possible. Doing the doable.
I don't know, uh, someone said recently that uh, the president can't save us, but we can save him. That is, we can save the program. We can make it possible for this guy to do the right thing. This movement for change is alive and well, but whether it will thrive depends on so many things, mostly the people. Uh, right. Your congresspersons, uh, call, write, scream, act up. It's our turn, damn it. Uh, I've been listening too much lately to the nattering nabobs of negativity. You know, the folks who always find the hole in the donut. Of course, I know history is one holocaust after another. But, uh, you know, we have to... What is it... Uh, we have to find the island of hope, the knot on the rope, the platitude goes, uh, yes, sir. Uh, keep your eye upon the donut, not upon the hole. Glass half full, not half empty, all that nonsense. Uh, <laughs> it all, all reminds me of Woody Allen's famous story about the two women eating dinner at a vacation resort. And one of them says, well, the food is always terrible at this place. Yes, it's terrible food. Oh, yes, says the other woman. And such small portions. Indeed, life is a disaster. And there's so little of it. You know, it's like my friends still call me up to tell me all of the terrible things that are wrong with the men in their lives. And there are so few of them, you know. They just want more, right? <laughs> whether, yes. Uh, whether you like um, Greek tragedy or Roman farce kind of depends on your personality. But uh, I just like more, more of all of it. My favorite existential spin on that theme I found in Dylan Thomas's play, Under Milk Wood. Uh there's a woman in the Welch village in Milkwood, Polly Garter. And this woman, well, she's a scandal. She has babies often and husbands never. And uh, the women uh, put her down. Anyway, uh, one night as she's washing the floors f before the uh, party for the society ladies and uh, we hear her say, yes, Polly Garter says, Isn't life a terrible thing? Thank God. I was thinking of that Sunday night watching the Academy Awards on the television. They whipped up a new kind of show and I couldn't help myself because I had to, I had to lift my mood. Earlier in the day I had seen a special television report on Haiti. And I was still shaking. I still, my mind was reeling from uh, images of a woman. Uh, she mixed mud cookies and she sells them for pennies. Uh, on this news report, uh, they show you how the women put specks of this or that, a little coconut and maybe a drop of honey, give the mud some taste. Uh, then they uh, 
spread out these mud cakes, these little round uh, cookies. They put them out in the sun to dry. Reminds me of the way we used to make adobe bricks back in Tucson all those years ago. Now, the women said that they were sorry to feed the children this product, but that they had no choice. I I remembered a film that had terrified me when I was a child, about ten years old, I think. I saw the movie The Good Earth from the novel by Pearl S. Buck. Uh, there's a peasant woman, Ola, played by the great Louise Rainier. She's uh, cooking the earth as a famine on, and her family's starving, and she's got a pot on the stove, uh, and uh, the whole village is suffering in this famine, and her relatives are shocked when they discover that this soup pot is full of dirt. Uh, she says, well, it's warm, and it fills the belly. And the women interviewed in Haiti said more or less the same thing, and that's today, 2009. Somewhere somebody is feeding their children the earth, the good earth. Now, those mud cookies, they're a small business in Haiti, uh, apparently accepted as something that we can allow to continue, something that can be tolerated. Uh, people know about it and nothing, nothing changes. As I watched the Oscars, I tried to uh, remember the rules about keeping opposing thoughts and ideas in the mind simultaneously and continuing to function. And I, I tried to put away or ignore the obscene displays of, I guess we could call it wealth, the gaudy stuff, you know. <laughs> Think of Caesar's uh, sumptuary laws and luxury tax. Anyway, all the glitterati. And I thought, uh, our crazy culture, we seem to delight in this private affluence next to public squalor. Um, Dickensian maybe, but no, I, I think obscene is the word for it, this vast chasm between rich and poor and the haves and have-nots, the have-a-little, have-a-lot. Ah, oh, the contrast. Jimmy Carter's always telling stories about how a few dollars can change lives, how just these micro... um credit situations, you know, how that can, uh, well, a little money in the right place, in the right hands, especially the uh, money that's been going to the women in the developing world. Uh, you know, Obama's biography, he talks about his mother being overwhelmed by the poor in Indonesia when he was there. He was about 10. and He says, of course, then she adjusted and at some level, instead of giving everything she had, she started portioning things. Um, I thought about it and I thought, well, what is that? Unless I'm going to get on a plane and go to Haiti and I don't have any cookies, I don't have any real cookies, 
There must be something in the middle, something I can do. Anyway, what I did was switch off the horror story and turn on the the Oscars for a different kind of study in horror. I decided to look upon it as a study in mortality, in mutability, in uh, what do we call, what do we used to call that? Um, uh, death, right? Yes, <laughs> all that gold and glitter and all that fame and fun. Nothing on earth can stop time, folks. Uh, I thought about how the elders, these um, actors, they're so like athletes, you know, they gird their loins and there they go. And they're, uh, what is it, uh, they're like um, greyhounds, you know, they're all skinny and uh, they have to fight so hard to play those roles, the roles of movie stars. There was... Um, the great Sophia Loren, still this monument to Aphrodite, the goddess of glamour, uh, Venus. I guess, see, she's my age now, but she's showing signs of a stroke. She had difficulty speaking. Very painful to watch that. Uh, I started to wonder if she regrets passing up Cary Grant all those years ago. <laughs> she told him that they lived in two different worlds. He told her they could make a world of their own, he thought, but she stuck with Carlo Ponti, the Italian fellow, the uh, daddy man, I guess. I attribute some of that to her childhood trauma. World War Two in Italy was was rough, you know. She was bombed out. Safety first when you grown up in that world uh, stress she also wanted to be a mom she had the two boys finally she had a struggle having her children I think of Marilyn Monroe unable to have a child dead at 36 oh these stars Elvis dead at 42 I just I just have these wonderful memories of all the elder actresses from my own youth, the Anna Magnanis and the immortal Melina McCoury in Greece. Do you remember Never on Sunday, that terrific? They were using the music from that uh, on the Oscars once or twice. A terrific movie. The Grand Dames of an earlier day, Jean Moreau uh, in France. Uh, there was a movie called The Lover. I think it was The Lovers, plural, I think it's, yes. Uh, it was a um, film about oral sex. I remember seeing it with uh, the man who was to become my children's father later, and uh, I, I remember being a little shocked. I didn't know quite how to discuss it with him. I must have been all of 20. Anyway, Jean Moreau made her own movie once, and no one understood it. Uh Oh, those sophisticates, you know, the, well, we had Lauren Bacall, and we didn't have Marlene Dietrich, I still think of her as a German actress, but there was this pantheon of goddesses, sophisticates, uh, it was hard to see them grow old, the, uh, the fashion in the old days was, uh, to do as Greta Garbo did, and 
stay out of sight in old age. And nowadays, I, I think it has changed. They've decided that、uh, a reality sandwich is what the world needs. <laughs> And I, I, I looked at、uh, let's see, Eva Marie Saint.、Um, there was a, a new,、um, a new gimmick this year.、Uh, they had five. Ex-winners or former、uh, Oscar winners present the awards, and Eva Marie Saint goes back 50 years. They had yes, and Holly Berry, of course, and ah,、uh, let's see who else was one of the winners.、Um, Tilda Swinton、uh, presenters. Oh, Shirley MacLaine. Now Shirley MacLaine is also my age, and I, I have to hand it to her. Whatever it is that this Eastern Wisdom trip she's been on, whatever it did for her, or maybe it's because she's just a dancer. But talk about well, well preserved, well put together.、Uh, Shirley MacLaine, strange,、uh, positively healthy that woman, like her brother Warren Beatty, a couple years ago,、uh, she closed the Golden Globes for the evening as she was.、Um, Ms. He and I remember the last thing she said startled me. She looked at the crowd、uh, at the Golden Globes and she said that they should go forth and do what they could. She said, "Quote to dignify commerce." Amazing, pointing out to them that it is, after all, show business. <laughs> anyway,、uh, I guess when it was all over, I thought. It's almost courageous to get all dressed up,、uh, trussed up in all that,、uh, all that frou frou.、Uh, I was thinking, much as I, well, I would have done a different job on Sophia's dress, but Al Gore was there with.、Uh, he said it was a Ralph Lauren tux. <laughs> I guess Ralph Lauren. Tipper looked、uh, quite charming, you know. Al won an award a while back.、Uh, And Meryl Streep, with much gravitas, she was up for an award. She was、uh, up for that award for Doubt. She played a a nun. Naturally,、uh, that movie scared me a bit.、Um, I was thinking Catherine Hepburn used to joke so much about watching herself falling apart as she grew older up on the screen. She said sometimes she felt like the Flatiron Building. <laughs> She did a good job of using her celebrity at the end of her life to work for Planned Parenthood. Liv Ullman,、uh, Audrey Hepburn, the list of women who have really put their backs to the wheel. Uh, uh, who's the latest Mia Farrow? You know, once you get a name for yourself, you might as well get out and do good works.、Uh, anyway,、uh, as to this mutability theme, this lesson in mortality.、Uh, I think these folks—they're、uh, not. What is it?、Uh, they're not saints. Let's face it.、Uh, on the other hand, I don't compare them, as some people do, to people like the British royals.、Uh, our aristocrats, our actors, do work for their millions, and、uh, their talent is—I、uh, think the, the, the talent is there. You can't really fake it forever, folks.、Uh, they're a funny crowd. Years and years ago, the late great Louise Brooks,、uh, back in the silent era, she said that in Hollywood there used to be this、uh, gypsy crowd—the Bohemians, anarchists, the fun folks, you know. 
uh, party people. Yes, she said when the talkies came in, those people left, and the uh, sort of people who were willing to go to bed early and learn their lines, Republicans, let's face it. Uh, she said they took over and Hollywood changed, but there's always been, you know, a handful of beatniks. Uh, Sean Penn tries to keep the keep the uh, show going. Uh, I'm not sure about Kate Winslet. Only in her early 30s, she won the Best Actress Award. Uh, the movie troubled me. I I'm tired of films about uh, repentant Nazis. As she says herself in the movie, the dead are still dead. Uh, I suggest you check out Kate Winslet in her first movie. It was something called Beautiful Creatures. I noticed it was on cable last night. It's a movie about a young adolescent girl who murders her mother. <laughs> I believed it. I believed it. It was based on a true story. Two adolescent girls, and their parents tried to separate them because they seemed to be developing a lesbian relationship. So the young girl, Kate Winslet, puts a brick in a stocking and kills her mother. Interesting. Uh, Kate is an Australian. Uh, Emma Thompson seems to have been her mentor. Emma Thompson was reading Kate Winslet for the role, small role of Lucy in Sense and Sensibility. And she was so struck with the actress that she cast her as the other lead. Emma Thompson played uh, uh, the older sister. And Kate Winslet made a smashing success in Sense and Sensibility. And she has been one of our top, top stars ever since. Uh, these people, these people are a pantheon. I think of them, you know, it's like the Greeks. They, they represent um, the types, the... Um, Oh, what do you call it? Uh, somebody once said that Marlon Brando was Zeus. I would, <laughs> I wouldn't say so. I don't know. Let's see. The Apollos, the great, well, Paul Newman, who died last year. I was hoping they'd run scenes from my favorite Paul Newman movie, HUD. Uh, yes. One of the great leading men. They had a couple of older men who appeared very dignified people, the sort of people that, you know, have been around forever. And finally got their uh, duel, Richard Jenkins and uh, Frank Langella. I recommend Frank Langella's movie. Uh, I uh, there's he, The one he was up for the award for was Nixon and Frost. He played Nixon. Interesting caricature. But I like, uh, I like a movie called Starting Out, in which Frank Langella plays a dying writer. It's much too lugubrious and sad for most people. It has in it uh, Lily Taylor and um, Lauren Ambrose, the two young actresses from Six Feet Under. Richard Jenkins is uh, was up for an award for his movie The Visitor. Most of us remember him as the ghostly father, the one who dies in the first episode and keeps coming back with more advice. For, what, six seasons Richard Jenkins played that part. Uh, I think it's fascinating. Uh, the men do seem to not age better, but uh, they seem to be able to stay in the business longer. It isn't done so much on the basis of their looks. Uh, anyway, I have so many more notes here about all these wonderful actors and all these all these things they've done, and Angelina Jolie and all these fabulous people. Never mind, it's too much. Uh, 
I think I'll just finish here. Uh, I looked up my favorite 19th century poets, all about time and mutability and uh, the tragedy of growing older. Uh, let's see. Lang Landor. That's the guy. He wrote, Nature I loved and next to nature art. I warmed both hands before the fire of life. It sinks, and I'm ready to depart. I won't be on the air Thursday. We want to give lots of time for the morning show for Mitch to do the first 100 days of Barack Obama. So I'll be back on the air next Tuesday at 3 o'clock at this time. Till then, go easy. And if you can't go easy, go as easy as you can. There's your picture Drop the shadow Out of sight Howard Zinn reading Frederick Douglass Lay your facts by the side of the everyday practices of this nation And you will say with me that for revolting barbarity and shameless hypocrisy, America reigns without a rival. Howard Zinn and Anthony Arnov lead a performance of Voices based on Howard Zinn's Voices of a People's History, February 26th at Mission High School in San Francisco. This KPFA co-sponsored event features a cast including Josh Brolin, Diane Lane, Benjamin Bratt, and Robin Wright Penn.